Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Good afternoon, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. We always like to start the show by talking to you guys about what it means to be a warrior. And when you look up the word warrior in the Webster Dictionary, what you will find is that it is a brave or experienced soldier. We like to talk about how being brave is just a bonus. Um, You know, the experience that most of us have is what qualifies us as a warrior for life. And the act of going to war simply means that we attempt to take on what it is that we are dealing with. You know, um, I talked last week about how a lot of times when we're in the moment of something pretty bad, it is the worst thing we've ever been in. You know, a lot of times, like, we'll be sitting there like, I just can't deal with this. My anxiety is too high. I'm just too low. I'm too stressed out. Like, this is too much for me. And when you look back in time, a lot of times you'll find that there are people that, um, most of us actually, that have said that and have overcome. You know, we've made it to where we are now. We've progressed. We've hit the next level, you know, another level, another devil. So the, what you're dealing with is more difficult. You know, I have a friend that's in uh, small business as well, but he has, um, I think around 300 employees now. Uh, so I guess he's, he's not even technically really small anymore, but he's, yeah. he's independent, <laughs> you know, but he started, he started in his garage, you know, and it, from the outside looking in, you just think, oh, this guy's made it. Like he's just made it. He probably doesn't have any issues anymore. He's probably never stressed, but it's just not true. In fact, the magnitude of what he deals with is greater than what I deal with with our 20 employees. And so when I think about that, I'm like, wow, like, you know, we're praying for growth. We're praying for moving to the next level. We're praying to be able to help more people, to have more facility to do that out of. And then there's moments that I'm so stressed out that it's like, man, can I, you know, can I even take on what I'm dealing with now? But here he is. And I'm like, I just want to get to his level. And then I'm, I'm not looking at his stress. But when you communicate with him, it's like, 
we all we all have our battles. So I guess the point I'm trying to get across is it's never going to stop being a battle to overcome what life throws at you. Life is going to be full of peaks and valleys. The trick is to enjoy the journey and never give up on the fight. You know, and just be aware that what you're dealing with at that moment, it's real. You know, I I don't like when people are like, well, you shouldn't be upset that you have to deal with that because there's a homeless person sleeping under the bridge in the rain. And it's like, yes, you know, that person obviously does have it worse. I mean, I'm not trying to take away from the fact that that is a heck of a lot worse situation than anything I've dealt with lately. But it doesn't diminish that there's logic to your problem. It doesn't It doesn't make what you're dealing with just evaporate and go away. It doesn't make your stress or your tense situations just magically disappear because you know someone else is living something potentially more difficult than you. And, you know, it, I have in the past had an encounter with someone, it's pretty interesting, who was going through their day talking to one of our trainers and their day sounded like a dream day. Um, I mean, they're just walking through from the time they get up to the time that they have come into train and short of having a nap interrupted, it sounds like a really great day, you know? And um, the whole time they're talking about it, they're talking about how negative it is. Like, and then this happened and I barely got this done and I barely got that done. And meanwhile, the person they're talking to, they have been working since before this person got up by multiple hours and are continuing to work while they're training this person. And I'm looking at this person, just taking this information in and just kind of walking the the client through it. And it just made me think, it's like, you know, we all, we all have our battles like that, that client, like you could be like, wow, well, you sound like you have a dream day, but they're not used to handling what they're handling in that moment. They're only conditioned to deal with what life has thrown at them up to that point. And their struggle doesn't deserve diminishment. Their struggle has to be respected and looked at as something that they have to overcome in that day as well. But my point is they have to decide to do that. And we all do. You have to decide that you're not only going to be in the fight, but to enjoy life. You have to make a point to say, yeah, things are pretty bad. And I have all of these different stress points, but there is a good side to that. It's not walking through life, you know, love blind and getting blindsided by something that's looking to screw you over, but it's acknowledging that there are positives in the negatives as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I w- when we went to church uh, on Sunday, the uh, pastor called us up to the altar to take communion, and they played that video that's um, called That's My King. And uh, it's such a, is that what it's called, John? That's my king? I'm not sure. I'll look it up. Okay. Okay. Um, But it, it's such a powerful video that I always end up having like tears in my eyes and during the entire time, you know, that. Yeah, that's it. That's that's my my king. king. Yeah. During the entire time that you're listening to it. It's just, it's just a, it's an awesome, it's an awesome video. 
And so we listened to that, and then we took communion, and, you know, I'm just praying and thanking God and praising God, and I have, you know, tears streaming down my eyes because I just can't help it whenever I hear that video. It makes me cry because that's the God that I serve. He's so mighty and just has such a strong presence in my life, and it, it just feels amazing to not have to walk through life alone. But my pastor's wife uh, came up to me, and she said, thank you for all that you do to sow into people and to sow into the kingdom. And I know that you will reap for all of your sowing. And I think it's just important to not give up on believing uh, the truth, you know, and I do believe that the enemy will come in on a regular basis and try to convince you otherwise, but the Bible is the truth. And if that's what your foundation is, and if that's what you go back to each day, if that's what you, when you're struggling, when you're having a hard day, when you're, you know, really feeling anxiety, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling like you're just not going to make it through, or you're feeling like you're going to give up, go into that word and let that word direct you on what your next step should be, but also let the word encourage you, let the word strengthen you, um, let it just give you, you know, just a little bit more guidance and wisdom on what your next step should be for something. Her just making, and that that moment there was proof that there's benefit in gathering. Okay, so a lot of people will say, well, I just watch uh, church online. I get it. It's nice to be able to do that. That's fantastic. Since COVID, that's one positive thing. Um, the Bible says not to forsake yourself from gathering. The benefit of gathering in that moment was that I was able to watch that video. I was able to experience that emotion and feel that connection with God. And I was able to get that word from her. And that word encouraged me and reminded me of why I need to continue to sow into people. Um, it's not a mistake that I'm doing what I'm doing and the way I'm doing it and who I'm doing it for and all that I do. And it's not a mistake that you're doing what you're doing. When you're in alignment with the Lord and you're in alignment with his word, you're going to have battles. I mean, like projected battles are going to come at you. And that's the reason why you want to stay equipped with scriptures like the full armor of God. You want to keep those fresh in you and that you want that to be what strengthens you and and basically allows you to be able to um, make it through the day or make it through whatever circumstance you're in. But just remind yourself that there will be a reaping for all of your sowing. And don't don't forget to, to, I guess, just realize that the point in all of this sowing isn't just so that we can have a better life on earth. It, it's we're sowing into a kingdom um, for a greater life and really our reward will come in heaven. So whatever it is that you're suffering from now, just know that there's a greater life ahead and that we've been equipped to serve here on this earth uh, so that we can build for that kingdom and for kingdom purposes. And when you look at things from that perspective, a lot of times it can really take your big mountain that you're trying to climb and it can just turn it into a molehill. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, please give us a call at 636-299-2208. For gluten-free, dairy-free, nutrient-dense baked goods delivered to your doorstep from my personal bakery to yours, 
Take a look at sophiesbakery.com, a perfect gift for teachers, for neighbors, for family members uh, for Christmas this year, and we will deliver them wherever you would like in the St. Louis or St. Charles County area. For 100% grass-finished beef from my favorite farm to your doorstep, fedfromthefarm.com. The Bible says my king is a king of the Jews. He's a king of Israel. He's a king of righteousness. He's a king of the ages. He's a king of heaven. He's a king of glory. He's a king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. Want to shift into talking to a little bit about the holidays. We are here, you know, Thanksgiving having just passed. Uh, it is our household's um, ritual. <laughs> it's our holiday deal that uh, the day after Thanksgiving, the Friday after Thanksgiving, we put up our Christmas decorations. Debbie has faithfully done that as long as I've been with her. Sometimes it bleeds into the weekend, which it did this week as well. Um, But we always make sure that we have the house ready to rock so that we can enjoy the holiday season. Christmas is important to us. Debbie likes the decorations. I even like to see them, you know, and so we spend that day after Thanksgiving getting it all up. Why am I mentioning Christmas decorations to you? Well, the reason is because there's a lot of planning that's required in the holiday seasons. You know, we plan for our decorations. We have trees that go in specific areas. We have totes that are labeled for going in specific rooms. I put the trees in place. I put the totes in place. I carry all the items and that's my tasks while Debbie continues to decorate and then puts the ornaments on the tree. That type of preparation that we spend on our decorative portion of our holiday is actually required to help you to remain healthy through your holidays as well. Now, if you've ever talked to Debbie or I, we actually advise people to take the holiday, Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas, and enjoy a meal, like enjoy a meal with your family. Now, if you've got an autoimmune condition or type 1 diabetes, or a a serious health issue, of course, there's going to be some things that you're going to have to remain a little more controlled on than someone who's potentially just trying to lose weight or, you know, be fast in a marathon, something like that. But we do recommend to people to enjoy the holiday. Where this gets sideways is that there can be a lack of preparation that goes into how to rebound from a meal and or day that's off. And we see this very regularly. You know, what will happen is Thanksgiving usually comes from blended families, which means that you're going to have at least two gatherings, one to two, uh, between you and your spouse, something of that nature. And then sometimes there's even three to four if you add in Friendsgiving, things like that. A lot of our clients will struggle with knowing which one they should have their quote-unquote cheat or off meal at because they don't want to weird anybody out or hurt anybody's feelings by not consuming what's there. This becomes a slippery slope because next thing you know, you've had an entire week of eating things that are off plan, make you feel bad, get you hazy, and a whole host of other issues. 
The biggest problem is the perpetual landslide that gets created, and that is that all of a sudden Thanksgiving ends November, Christmas season through December starts where we're all busy. We're working to make the money to buy Christmas presents or we're just trying to survive the holiday season. We have another set of family functions that we meet for, and then it's January. And so what happens is we'll have people that will be doing exactly what they need to do to remain healthy. They'll hit Thanksgiving, and then all of a sudden it's the middle of January, and they're like, oh, my gosh, what happened? I haven't been on what I need to be on for two months. And so I want to talk a little bit about what it takes to have the discipline, to make the decisions, to implement something, to keep yourself on track, not because we're trying to be the food police and tell you, okay, well, you know, you've got a goal of losing 12 pounds and we're going to hundred percent get you there, but because your health can absolutely and is absolutely a hundred percent tied to that level of consumption. And when your food spirals, the rest of your life can spiral out of control around that. And so you want to control the elements that you can so that the ones that are outside of your control are a little more bearable. So, Deb, when you're dealing with nutrition clients going into the Thanksgiving season and you start to hear the the talks of, well, you know, I have to eat this way or I have to have drinks or I have to do this at this family thing. What are some protocols or ideas that you give people to just kind of keep them at least somewhat on the rails? Well, one thing I try to tell people is that flour can really promote the body to want more sugar and to want more flour. So when you're having bread, when you're having pasta, when you're having rice, when you're having crackers, cookies, cakes, anything with flour in it, you're going to want more. So, you know, I tell people, if you really want the mashed potatoes, have the mashed potatoes, but maybe pass on the stuffing Um, and a dinner roll, you know, and a piece of cake, you know, maybe decide that you're going to have one of those bread items. If you truly love your mom's stuffing, then have the stuffing, but maybe avoid the cake and maybe avoid the dinner roll so that you're not having three layers of something, you know, that is just ultimately really going to spike the blood sugar and it's going to plummet back down needing, you know, leaving you with the need for more and more sugar. Now, when it comes to a dessert, um, you know, think about what do you have the biggest response to? You know, if your tendency is to really react to dairy, then don't go for the cheesecake. You know, if your tendency is definitely to feel negative after you're having high sugar items, don't go for the pecan pie. You know, a lot of times I'll tell a person to cut themselves a bigger piece of pie and just eat the inside of the pie. Don't actually eat the crust, just eat the inside of the pie. And that can make it to where you don't have that flour response. You don't have quite as big of a blood sugar response. Something that's made from cream, um, maybe a higher fat content, so it may be a little bit slower to convert to sugar. Um, A lot of times clients will say, well, I'm just going to have you know, little bitty small amounts of each thing that I want to have. That's okay too, you know, but the idea is how are you prepared for the next day? You know, have you equipped yourself? Don't bring home pie. Don't bring home cake. Don't bring home uh, the, you know, stuffing. 
bring a, a container of turkey and roasted veggies so that you can wake up the next day and know that you have something that's going to equip you uh, for a healthy day the next day or be meal prepped for your weekend. Have a workout scheduled for the next day. Just have yourself equipped. Don't feel bad for having had a bad meal. You're probably going to wake up feeling sluggish and tired, but you're also going to wake up with cravings. You're going to want something similar to what you, to what you had the day before. And so you you just ultimately have to set yourself up for success. Now we're ending the segment now, but I'm going to tell you a little story about, you know, even myself who's super, super strict of something that even I had to do through the holiday. And we'll tell you that next segment. But, you know, just just try your hardest to know what am I doing the next day? How can I set myself up for a healthy next day? And this is something that we help all of our clients with. You know, we just get them into uh, just a healthy trajectory for this entire holiday season. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, please take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com. Or for a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, give us a call at 636-299-2208. For the perfect gluten-free, dairy-free Christmas gift for your teachers, for your friends, for your families, for your neighbors, take a look at my personal website, sophiesbakery.com. It can be delivered to anywhere in the St. Louis or St. Charles County. And for my favorite farmer, 100% grass-fed beef, fedfromthefarm.com. I wonder, do you know him? (laughs) My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. He's impartially merciful. Do you know him? Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. As we exited the last segment, we were just talking a little bit about like remaining in control in the holidays. And Debbie was talking about something that she even had to deal with this most recent holiday. And uh, I just want to expand on that a little bit, Dub. So why don't you tell everybody? Well, I mean, here recently, I've been able to take on more diversity with my food. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean cake, but like I've been able to eat you know, I was able to eat cauliflower stuffing. I was able to eat a mashed sweet potatoes. I and was... I, I think it's important for people to know because I've had this conversation with clients in the past that people will say, oh, yeah, no, my wife eats as clean as Debbie does, too. My wife eats super clean. And then they'll be like, yeah, yesterday she uh, had a, a whole thing of gluten free bread, though. And I'm like, no, like that's not as clean as Debbie. Like I understand that she's eating gluten-free bread, which is a cleaner option, but like Deb is talking about like getting excited because she gets to have eggs once a week. Deb's talking about like she's excited because she was able to eat an extra 12 green beans and not get sick. That's how strict she is. And the decade I've been with Debbie now, um, longer than that actually, but in the decade and some time that I've been with her, I've never seen her eat a piece of cake. I've never seen her have a a, a a shake, a milkshake. You know, it's like she doesn't she she doesn't do that stuff. She's never eaten gluten free chips, not once. 
So it's like that's how strict she has to be. So to be able to say she had cauliflower stuffing, things like that, is a big deal. And I just want to kind of get that out there before you continue, Debbie, because it makes what you're talking about a little bit more pertinent because people just assume that you're like this robot. You know, like, oh, well, Debbie... Debbie just doesn't eat that way because she's not supposed to. It's like, yeah, well, you're not supposed to either, and you're still eating that way all the time. So it's like she does it based off of the discipline of doing it. So sorry, continue. Oh, and just not wanting to feel sick and yes. just wanting to be okay, you know. Right. But um, I also had turkey, which I haven't had in years, um, and was able to do all of these things and not feel bad. I even made uh, beans. I made a combination of kidney beans, pinto beans, and black beans. And I used some chipotle peppers and some, some garlic and some oregano and some red onion and cooked them all together and even had, you know, a couple of tablespoons of beans. So there was quite a few things that I got to try. I was super excited about it. At the end of the meal, I had a bowl of frozen cherries that I thawed for all of us. And then I baked apples. And then I um, went ahead and roasted walnuts and I roasted pecans that I had sprayed with uh, coconut oil and cinnamon and stevia. And then I roasted them. So we had the baked apples, we put the nuts on top of it, and then I bought what's called Cocoa Whip, which is whipped cream made from coconut um, milk, basically, coconut cream. And instead of just getting a can of coconut cream and whipping it myself, I just bought this. Well, there's still quite a few ingredients in this, and it's the type of ingredients that I wouldn't necessarily consume on a regular basis or even have my clients consume on a regular basis, but definitely better than, you know, Cool Whip or bringing dairy in. So I decided, you know, like this is just like a big step for me. I'm going to have a couple scoops of this on top of the cherries and on top of the apples. And I mean, it was delicious. It just truly felt like just like such an amazing treat for me. Even I, the even the apples are a step for yeah, you, though. Yeah, the apples like, were a big step apples, for me. Right. Yes, absolutely. And the cinnamon on them, you know, Correct. all the things. And the nuts, right. I, having the nuts on them. All this was a huge step for me, but I felt okay, so I continued to do it. Usually I know immediately. Um, and then I felt great afterwards. So we did the dishes, we hung out, we did all the things. We're doing Christmas trees. And then at 8 o'clock at night, I'm immediately like, I think I'm going to take the rest of those cherries and the rest of those walnuts and the rest of that cocoa whip in that one container. I had a whole other brand new container I didn't use because I wanted to save it for Sophie when she came on Friday. And we've had cocoa whip in our refrigerator plenty of times. I didn't even think about going into it. So I go make myself a bowl of cherries. I'm in mid-Christmas thing. Put the nuts on it. Put the cocoa whip on it. I'm like having like a dream moment in my sunroom that's how it happens and i did enjoy every minute of it's euphoric. it it's you like know, a drug. it was awesome but i woke up the next day and was like oh i would have that for breakfast if i could right now i wanted to just eat the cocoa whip container right you know so i messaged john and i just said you and sophia are welcome to eat the rest of that cocoa whip um, if not, can you please put it in the freezer? Because if it's in the freezer and it's frozen, I'm not going for it. I'm not going to try to eat it frozen. Um, I just know I won't. I said, but either way, could you just remove it from the refrigerator? Because right now I know I still have another Christmas tree to put up. And I am afraid that at 9 o'clock or 12 o'clock tonight while I'm still doing Christmas stuff, I'll have that same you know, desire yep. to go into the fridge and do that. And so what am I doing? I'm just calling myself out. Like, I'm just telling John, like, hey, 
I really don't want to eat another container of cocoa well, with because then I probably will get that's sick. That's where people you know? get into a really weird psychological circle, and that is the circle of addiction. And people claim, oh, well, food can't create a physiological or a neurological or a chemical addiction. It's like, that's that's garbage. That can absolutely create that on all three levels. I mean, you literally had one little bit and you were already going down that route. But yes. what happens is people, instead of calling themselves out, they put themselves into where you start to have that borderline of like an eating disorder. People would be like, oh, you know, um, well, I don't really want people to know. So I just do it behind closed doors or, you know, like they'll hide it. Like, well, I don't want that to get taken. I want to make sure it's there for me later. So I'm going to hide like, you know, it. you start to kind of do things that if you look at them from the outside, seem harmless. Like, ah, oh, it's just a little cocoa whip, Deb. Like that's way better than cool whip. It's like. Yeah, but these are the things people do to keep like people from finding their pills. No, I wanted these to the actually things. open the cocoa whip and yeah. I wanted to pour nuts inside the cocoa whip point. container that's and just eat point. from the cocoa whip container. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's my point. So that's I what just happens. being totally transparent. Right. That's yeah. what I wanted to do the next and day for breakfast. And that's because I didn't do it, but that's I was because like, whoa. You had found a way to even though you felt okay, you know, or maybe a little bit off. You, you were able to start justifying that what was negative about it wasn't as bad as what's positive. And that's what people are walking around and doing is, well, I don't want to upset my family and I don't feel that bad. And I do it. And it's like, so then they build this case about why it's okay. It's absurd. It's the same thing drug addicts do. Been there, done that. It's the same thing alcoholics do. Been there, done that. I used to justify, well, it makes my pain feel better and I go to sleep easier. And it's like, yeah, but you're actually killing yourself, you know, and people are doing that with food yeah. as well. But I, just I didn't want it to be something that had control over me. Well, right. Like, and that's I what I mean. I had control the day of Thanksgiving. Yes. I had that whole meal. I felt yes. very good. Everything felt great. That night, I had a decent sized bowl. I felt I had control over that moment and I enjoyed it and I really didn't feel bad from it. I didn't get sick from it. But the next morning, when I don't even normally eat breakfast, okay, I usually right. fast until nine or 10. I'm finding myself at, you know, six in the morning making my coffee, thinking about Cocoa Whip and right. thinking how I'd like to have it. Maybe I could bake an apple before I left. Like, I'm like, whoa, I don't need any kind of right. food controlling me like that. Exactly. It's just something that I was like, no, I guess I just haven't experienced this in so long, you know, because I do eat such a clean diet. That I'm just like, no, I don't want to go down that route. Then we start coping with it. Then you start having a stressful day or stressful circumstances. And you remember how much you enjoyed that meal. And now it's like, I'm going to use the cocoa yeah, whip it's a medication. for how I'm going to cope with the fact that I had this bad circumstance come up and I'm really stressed out right now. And that's my way of escaping I, that circumstance. I have anxiety right now. I mean, I'm bipolar, so I deal with anxiety and depression back and forth. So I have anxiety today. It's strong today. But I, you know, I just function with my anxiety. It's my walk around and put a mask on with it. But it's hilarious because I want to leave here today and go get a sugar-free vanilla venti latte with coconut milk and three stevia from Starbucks. And that actually sounds healthy, right? Coconut milk, stevia, sugar-free. No, that is an anxiety steroid shot for me. That gives me anxiety. If I drink that, I'm going to have anxiety. 
but my anxiety is telling me to go get that. Right. <laughs> like we cope with this stuff and people don't understand that our brain is hyper intellectual on a subconscious level. And so what happens is our brain goes into the the Walgreens in your head and says, you know, I'm dealing with anxiety because of an increase in my serotonin levels and my dopamine's a little bit low, which has me feeling a little bit off. But if I increase my dopamine and my neuroepinephrine balances out, then my serotonin might come down just a little bit. You know what has all of that? Starbucks. Right. So then the Starbucks side, the smart side of the brain tells the dumb brain, go get Starbucks. That's the fix. And I, But it's temporary. That's yeah. the problem is I will feel great for six minutes. You know, it's it's a temporary hit. And there's a lot of, of long-term effect that comes from it. That six minutes causes a whole next day's worth of anxiety. Sometimes it causes two or three days worth of anxiety. And, you know, it's happening to so many people. And, you know, we all have different beliefs. We all come from different backgrounds, but I'm just sh- simply sharing my belief. And so whether you agree with this or not, I believe that there there is an enemy that we're we're fighting against. That you know the Bible's really clear about it, and this is a tool. This is a tactic. You know, this is a way to cloud somebody. This is a way to bog somebody down. It's a way to fog somebody. You know, go ahead, have the extra, and now you're not sharp. Now you're not on your A game. You're on your C minus game. Well, will we hear from the Holy Spirit? Will we truly be relying on the Lord for all that we need to be? Are we really seeing those opportunities that God's showing us? Or are we so fogged up and so bogged down and so just brain slow that we literally don't see any of it? And we find ourselves feeling somewhat depressed or just, again, overly anxious. You know, we find ourselves in all these different positions that are we truly relying on the Lord at that point? I mean, like, is it about him? The Bible says, and it's tattooed on my on my John, on my husband's on hands, John. on my John, on my husband's hands, John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But, but it also says that God came to give us life and to give us life more abundantly. The reality is, is that the thief will come to kill, steal, and destroy. And that means that he will use all sorts of tactics and he will make you less and less equipped to really, truly fulfill the call and purpose that God has for your life. So what I want to ask you to do is take a look at it that seriously. The next time you're thinking about going a direction the way I did with that whipped cream, I woke up in the morning and was like, no, I don't need anything to have power over me or a stronghold over me. That's not that's not serving me, okay? I want food to nourish me. I want it to truly make me a better person. If it's not doing that, if it's not fulfilling me and it's not it's it's not helping me to feel better each day, then I got to step aside and I got to say, no, this is not worth it to me. I'm not looking to have a toxic body and I'm not looking to have a toxic life. I've got a big, mighty mission ahead of me, and I need that quality nourishment to be able to fulfill that. Let us help you to figure out what that nourishment should be for you. For information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com, or for a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, you can give us a call at 636-299-2208. 
for the perfect gluten-free, dairy-free Christmas gift for teachers, for neighbors, for friends, for family. Take a look at sophiesbakery.com. We deliver all over St. Louis and St. Charles County. And for my favorite farmer, 100% grass-fed beef delivered to your door, fedfromthefarm.com. He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the only one qualified to be an all Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. The end of the last segment, Debbie was starting to get in a little bit to the conversation about spiritual warfare and talking about the enemy coming uh to steal kill and destroy and of course as she said i do have that tattooed on my hands and that has two meanings to me uh one it's got the meaning of the legitimate bible verse the second meaning is 1010 which is the bible verse john 1010 1010 in police code means a fight in progress uh john is obviously my first name so john 1010 has the biblical application for me but it is also a reminder to myself to fight and the reason I'm mentioning that is when you think about a thief coming to steal, kill, and destroy, it doesn't say a mighty warrior came to take, pillage, and destroy. It says a thief come to kill and destroy. So I'm pointing this out because this comes in the form of like cheap tactics. This comes in the form of like snake-like movement. And it's hilarious to me because a little bit of a side note here. I was an amateur cage fighter. Um, I've been in more fights in the street than I can count. And law enforcement, of course, I had to have multiple hands-on encounters. Uh, in jiu-jitsu, I do really well in training. I've had 12 tournament fights in jiu-jitsu. I've won 10 of those. I win most of my fights. And I'm not saying that to be like, hey, check me out. I'm cool. I win my fights. I'm saying that because... What has happened is when people talk to me, they're like, well, I know how good of a fighter you are, or how quality of a fighter you are. So I just want to let you know, like if we'd ever, if we ever get in a fight in the streets, I'm going to cheat. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, yeah, I'm not going to fight fair because you know how to fight. And I'm like, what in the world makes you think I would fight fair? Like, just because I'm trained, do you think I'm going to, like, stand back and bow at you while you kick me in the throat? Like, no. Like, I'm going to fight dirty if my life is on the line, too. And I use that example because a lot of times what I find, especially when it comes to food and building discipline, is people are, like, ashamed that they're addicted to food. Or people are ashamed that they can't just pass on something. Or people are like, I just you know, I should be better. I should be able to not want to go for the cake. I should be able to not want to go for this. That's that's not entirely true. Your desire to have those things is of the flesh. It's human. You have an enemy that is using cheap tactics on you to try to bring you down. Use cheap tactics back. I have a client, she lost 180 pounds. And at one point in time, she was like, 
yeah, I just can't go to the grocery store. I feel so stupid because if I go to the grocery store, I buy things I shouldn't buy. So I literally have to pay this phone company that you go on and they go and grocery shop for you just so that I don't have something like that. Because if it's in my house, I eat it. I'm so weak. And I'm like, weak? That's exactly what you need to be doing. Strong That's a cheap tactic. That. Yeah. You figured out a way to fight back right. using a tactic that isn't going to get you punched in the face by the enemy. But like, the enemy would like you, you to think that you're yes, weak. Yes, it's of telling you you're weak so that you'll go into that arena and get knocked down again. Stay right. out of there. Right. Like if, if, you, if you can't drive past a gas station on the way home without stopping and getting candy or soda, take a different route. Yeah. If it takes you an extra four minutes, isn't that four minutes of lost time worth the time you're going to lose of feeling like garbage or being bad to your family because of what you consume? Like it's not it's not weakness to acknowledge that you need to work on an area of your life to improve. So you always want to be working to improve. And that's kind of what I want to talk about this segment is building your mind, body, and spirit, but then also creating a situation where you never stop honing your craft and the call that God has on your life. You never stop trying to be better at what it is that you know you're supposed to be doing. And we're definitely going to run this segment out pretty quick. So maybe we can talk about this a little bit next week as well. But, you know, Deb, when you're working with people and you start talking about the implementing of these tactics, because especially with nutrition, you see this a lot more than me. People saying, oh, you know, I fail. And then that's another thing too is People just beat themselves up. They're so hard on themselves for having something. It's like, make the decision, have it, deal with the repercussion and move on. You know, it's like, what is a way that you help people to grow, you know, mind, body, and spirit through what you do? Because obviously what you do isn't just telling people what to eat. Uh, well, I mean, I, I think it's, you have to compartmentalize. You have to look at it like that. Like there's multiple components here. I'm not just going to go work out and expect that everything is going to be okay. And then I'm suddenly going to be healthy just because I started a workout plan. I have to also recognize there's a food component to it, right? And so for doing, uh, to try to achieve a true health change, I have to think about equipping myself for exercise and equipping myself when it comes to, uh, from a food perspective. But then I also have to start thinking about equipping myself from a spiritual perspective in terms of how am I talking to myself? How am I thinking? You know, what what is running through my mind on a regular basis? Like the person that said, I feel so weak because I don't go to the grocery store, I would immediately come back to that person and said, that's actually what makes you strong is that you're not willing to go to the grocery store. Stop thinking of yourself as weak and stop, you know, stop even bringing that thought into your mind. Recognize yourself as having favor and recognize yourself as being strong you will get what you ultimately end up focusing on. So if you keep focusing on being sick, if you keep focusing on being weak, or you keep focusing on being overweight or being unhealthy, that's ultimately what you're going to end up being stuck with. See yourself well, you know, speak yourself into health and wealth, um, and, and you'll get there. It, it, it's, nothing, it's nothing magical. It, it's just con- consistency. It's everyday really trying to find the upside in things and not allowing yourself to get sunk. And that that concept of one day turns into two days and two days turns into three days and three days turns into four days of bad, well, guess what? The same exact thing can happen with the good. 
one day of good can turn into two days of good. And two days of good can turn into three days of good. Before we know it, it can turn into two weeks of good. It just happens with one meal. You could be in the middle of your day and a completely blown your day. And just having a good quality, healthy lunch could change the way the rest of your day ends up playing out. I say this so much that I'm sure my clients get tired of hearing me say it, but I always tell people the worst day to start is uh, today. Okay. You know, like that's, that's the, that's the worst day to start is today where you're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to start today because you're not actually prepared to take that on. All right. You haven't, you haven't set the preparation. So it's like, when you think about, I'm going to get started, it's like, quit saying today, like, I'm going to do it today. Do it right now. Like, that's a different thing, you know, today and and right now are different things. Like, okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'll, I'll do it today. I'll do it tonight. You know, the, the second worst day to start is tomorrow because now you're setting yourself up to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do it tomorrow. But you know, are you building a pr- a plan to do it? And when is the next tomorrow? Like how many more tomorrows are you going to wait through? I personally think the worst day to start is January 1st. Well, that's what I mean. I Cause that's what you're going to, cause that's do what you're going to end up at. That's yeah. what you're going to end up at. And so I, you know, it gets kind of, like I said, they probably get tired of me saying, it's like, John, you're saying not to start today, but you're telling me to start today. Right. But I'm telling you to quit saying the word today. Like I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Just start. Yeah, just you know, you just got to start. Because if you keep saying tomorrow, that's what you're going to get to is January. Well, Thanksgiving was tough, and Start so I was habit. barely able to get through Thanksgiving. So I'm going to go ahead and wait till the Thanksgiving weekend is over. But now it's almost December, and the holiday seasons are really busy for me, and we travel, and I work a lot. So let me just get past Christmas and then maybe into January. Well, guess what? The beginning of the year is tough, too. Like, it never gets easier. So you just want to continue to make sure that you're doing the best that you can do to be well so that you can actually do what your life mission is so that you can be the best version of yourself. You know, uh, uh, something that my daughter says to my father is uh, it's pretty funny, you know, because she says it jokingly. She means it, but she says it jokingly because that's the kind of relationship my family has is she'll call my dad out. Now, my dad has recently lost like 55 pounds and he needs to lose about another hundred. But, you know, when he goes to have something he shouldn't have, you know, my daughter will be like, uh, Papa, like, do you do you really think you should have that? And he'll be like, um, and she'll say, I mean, don't you want to be around for my wedding? Like, don't you want to be here when I get, because I'd like to have you there. I'd like to be able to dance. Don't you want to dance with me at my wedding? And so they joke with each other. He'll be like, oh, shut up. You know, and like they joke around, but like there's validity in that. Like, are you, are you becoming the best person you can be? Like it, when you have to sit on the sidelines and miss that dance because you decided to have a hot dog and some Dr. Pepper as you were going through the last few years of your life was worth it. Let us help you not sit on the sidelines and get as healthy as we possibly can. Let's start today. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity, take a look at integritytrainingsystems.com or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers. Give us a call, 636-299-2208. For gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your doorstep from my personal bakery to your to you, take a look at sophiesbakery.com and 100% grass-fed beef from my favorite farmer, fedfromthefarm.com. Thank you so much for listening and God bless. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the land.
lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captive. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he purifies the meek. I wonder if you know it.